0: Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the book Converge by Dr. Catherine Bull. Keep listening to find out how you can see into the future. Welcome back, I'm your host Steph Clark and each week I show you three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading do the reading so you don't have to. Now no matter how many times I do that intro, usually or sometimes it takes me three or four attempts as it did today. You can tell it's been, uh, I feel like it's like this end of the year kind of like looming coming over. I have got some travel coming up. If you read this week's bookmark newsletter, by the way you can subscribe to that going to stephsbusinessbookshelf.com or follow me on instagram at stephsbizbookshelf following the links to subscribe you will have seen that i'm heading overseas in a couple of weeks just for a little short one week break which i'm very much looking forward to i've been planning my Reading and my listening, music, and podcasts and audiobooks that I will be consuming whilst I am traveling. I think there is no better way of consuming content than just putting your bum on an aeroplane seat and just sitting there for like 12 to 15 hours and just mongeing all of that delicious content into your brain. Though one of those flights is overnight, so I should probably try and get some sleep as well. Anyways that's what I'm up to at the moment. And this is coming to you in a weird, like kind of midweek episode, which isn't normally the case. Uh, again, just end of the year stuff, you yeah? know? It's, uh, it's, There's a lot going on. So, So I hope you are pleasantly surprised to see this pop into your podcast listening app middle of the week and you didn't think that you were going to have to go without a book to listen to me talk about for a whole fortnight next week we'll be back on track. Don't you worry. I've already got that one planned. All right, let's get into this week's book where I'm talking about, which is a brand new book. It's not actually out yet. So it comes out next week. So this is very much a kind of hot off the press. I'm going to pretend this is why I delayed it by a couple of days. So it's just closer to its release date and pretend this was all planned and not just because I didn't record it the weekend. So the book is called Converge. It's by Dr. Catherine Ball. Now I saw Catherine speak. I could not tell you what event it was at. It might've been a TEDx Melbourne, something like that. A few years ago now and I saw her speak and I was just so blown away and so impressed. I've been following her work ever since. So I was very excited to see that she had written a book and it was coming out, and that it was coming out with my friends over at Major Street Publishers who often keep me well fed in some pre-releases of books and this is no exception to that. So I popped by there last week picked up this one and read it in just a few days. It's a, it's a pretty good read, which I'll talk to you more about in a moment. So I will tell you a bit about Catherine. I will tell you a bit about the book. Then I will tell you about the three big ideas. Let's get into that, shall we? Associate Professor Dr. Catherine Ball is a scientific futurist, speaker, advisor, author, founder, executive producer, executive director and company director, working across global projects where emerging technologies meet humanitarian education and environmental needs. Catherine also likes to create businesses and champion movements, collaborate with peers and advise game changers. A sought-after voice across the startup, futurist, and tech world, Catherine works globally across a wide range of projects, from creating documentaries and world-leading conferences and events, to advising on the use of novel approaches, for example, drones, across environmental and humanitarian projects. She's a proponent of community engagement with STEM, science, technology, engineering, and maths, and likes to demystify emerging tech. Now, there's a lot more about Catherine you can find on her bio, on her website, which is drcatherineball.com. I will pop a link to that in the show notes. There's loads in here about her story, her manifesto and the many awards that she has won. A little bit about the book. As we face challenges globally on multiple fronts, it's refreshing to hear the positive voice of scientific futurist Dr Catherine Bull. In Converge, she presents insights into how technology and science are producing answers to many of the challenges that the world is facing today. Food shortages, war and conflict, the decline in local manufacturing, health and ageing, and global warming, and asks why we are not embracing these technologies more widely. The answer in many cases is because we don't know about them. Well, now we do. Dr. Catherine opens our eyes to the amazing wide world of technological advancements and explores the role we all have in learning more, owning the conversations, and determining what we want technology to be. Again, there's more on the book and some of the background of the book on Catherine's website, drcatherineball.com forward slash books. As usual, a link is in the show notes. All right, let's get into the three big ideas. Now, just one thing I will say is whilst there is a very pretty heavy technological or technology slant to this book, you don't have to be like a real tech nerd or anything to understand this. Like So many of the examples that Catherine talks about in the book yes they're technology but they're really about how technology intersects with our everyday lives now that might be from a policy and government perspective which has a direct or indirect impact on us through to what we are seeing and using at work or through our own health and taking care of our health and things like that as well so lots to explore so it's actually quite a hard one to pull the three big ideas out of I'm gonna say and not because there's not much in there it's because the 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 book is actually just a really nice summary of what is emerging at the moment and there's heaps of different insights and exciting uh, technological advances or advances more generally that Catherine shares so it's almost like a little smorgasbord of wormholes you could then go down and rabbit holes you could then follow to find out what else is happening in those different areas so it's certainly not a lack of content it's more around oh, there's actually just so much in there that's it's all kind of spread around the different elements of technology science and maths etc. Okay, with all of that said, let's get into the three big ideas from the book Converge by Dr. Catherine Ball. Big idea number one is we are not ready. This is probably the overwhelming idea in the book is that there's so many examples of tech that exists, but just isn't being used. And as the the blurb of the book said, a lot of that is because we don't know it exists and we're not getting excited about it. We're not pushing for it. There's examples in the book of research labs, of safety equipment in different kind of industries that is just not being used because companies don't know about it. It's not being mandated, whatever it is. Catherine suggests that there will be future laws that will mean that organizations, companies, governments, whatever it is, have to provide the most up-to-date equipment for people in order for them to safely do their job. But there is just so much complacency around this, and along with this lack of awareness. And that's probably not surprising when Catherine says in the book that only 3% of boards have STEM representation on them. So it's, it's very hard to imagine how the boards can be having really good, sensible, forward-thinking conversations on what's coming when that's the case, when they only have this Very few people represented who even then may not always be at the the cutting edge of what is happening, depending on obviously if they're keeping up to date with that type of thing. So when you layer on all these really difficult things that are happening in the world at the moment, climate change, cybersecurity, skill changes, meaning that whole swathes of jobs and industries will change quite dramatically potentially over the next few years. There's, you know, there's just these are just a few easy examples of where we just are not making the most of what is is happening and are not taking control of that. There's also this problem of our level of literacy as As a society not just here in australia but globally on science and technology meaning that you and you can then see why the media and bad actors in these spaces are very easily able to start such huge dangerous misinformation campaigns that completely catch fire because we don't have the the literacy around science around technology in order to trust things in order to be like well hang on no that sounds like nonsense that's clearly not not the right information and this needs to change in order to make the most of what's to come and not to get distracted and spend our time trying to quash conspiracy theories and instead focusing on the things we could be doing to move things forward and change them. And the unfortunate fact is that we tend not to as you know, societies until they're legally mandated and there will be fines or whatever in place for, for doing those, which is pretty depressing. So just to get off onto a really high start, the big idea number one is we are not ready. Big idea number two is trust and control. So this is to an extent, this is an extension of big idea number one, but it's kind of almost the other side of that or the, the other element of it. Data probably causes us causes us a lot of us the most anxiety, seeing that we you know we saw that in the last couple of years with COVID tracking apps, with the My Health rollout here in Australia, and recently in the US, with people hitting the destroy button on any menstrual cycle related data that sits sits in their health apps as a result of some of the law changes in the US. All of this is driven by fear and mistrust. And and you know, obviously here in Australia we've got a very recent example of the Optus data breach as well, which is again calling into question some of these things and adding to that. That fear and anxiety we have around this, and Catherine talks about in the book, around government and big tech are the the ones who are, who naturally own, in inverted commas, but maybe actually own most of our data. And do we trust them? Are the right are there the right systems in place for that to really be for that to be okay? In the US, there's actually a movement called XAI, which is explainable AI or explainable artificial intelligence, which means that organisations have to reveal their data management and their algorithms and how those work. Therefore, there is a need for us to all educate ourselves, which then improves or is able to improve our discernment around the and critical thinking around the how the where the when the who we share our data with and the code behind it by actually understanding what that means that doesn't mean we all need to be able to code an app or create something really complicated but given we can all read and write in our own languages or the vast majority of us can read and write in our own languages given code is potentially even more impactful on a day-to-day basis of how we work and how we live we should be able to speak that language too so as i said there is a link this big idea number one about being ready and taking control but also this idea of trust and how do we take control of some things that we can take control of in order to maybe increase trust or increase accountability or transparency around what is happening in the world with the elements of tech and science that are evolving at a rapid rate. So that's big idea number two trust and control. Big idea number three is five to six. So you've probably heard of the fifth industrial revolution which is where we are pretty much now. If we take a little step back, so the first Industrial Revolution was around the 1780s, which is steam power, making machinery, making things like that. Industrial Revolution 2.0 was around the 1870s, so around 100 years later, with mass manufacturing and the division of labour and those types of ways of working which is where a lot of organizations, unfortunately, are still stuck. (laughs) The Industrial Revolution 3.0 was around the late 1960s, where we brought in computing. 4.0 was around the year 2000, where we get this kind of Internet of Things type of language coming up, more connected, more sensors, more interconnectedness. Industry 5.0 or Industrial Revolution 5.0 is around robotics we put inside ourselves, which is super cool. So the Internet of Bodies, if Internet of Things was the 4.0, Internet of Bodies is 5.0. And you might be thinking that even that sounds like it's far-fetched, but that's kind of already happening in, in some ways in little pockets already in some of the examples that Catherine shares in the book, and we'll cover that. And then she puts forward towards the end of the in fact, very right at the end of the book, the very last page, in fact, that in after this decade and the, possibly the next one, we'll move into industry 6.0. And you can see that these industries are getting closer and closer together, kind of like fashion trends in some way. They're getting closer together as things move that much more quickly. And in industry or industrial revolution, kind of 6.0, Catherine says, is where technology and nature will coexist for the protection of all, powered by quantum computing and technologies we haven't even heard of yet or maybe even imagined. So that's utopia is pretty exciting. And it's pretty exciting to think about what would be in place for that shift to take place and there's examples, as I mentioned in the book, around our sort of digital doppelgangers, around climate change progress and some of the things that would be in place at a global level in, in terms of creating these kind of carbon sinks to to absorb the or the this excess carbon that we keep creating. The, the, the big shift we're going to have to make in order to really ramp up progress there. Having our bodies backed up, I'm very interested in all of the kind of health tech and health hacking type stuff that Catherine talked about in the book around having almost a database or a warehouse where you've got spare bits in case you need them and say in case something goes wrong. Progress being made against uh, with an education system that supports real progress and not just at school but also in organizations as well, which obviously I'm very excited about and interested in, in in that they are teaching those critical skills, teaching the coding, teaching the language that we will need in order to exist in a world that is much more technologically advanced and that possibly we're moving schooling systems and working systems out of industrial revolution 2.0 to actually get them up to where they need to be for 5.0 never mind 6.0 so yes it kind of sounds like a utopia and maybe in parts it is and there's a lot of hope in the book as well and whilst it sounded a little bit, bit doom and gloom at the beginning of the bit three big ideas around not being ready I think that absolutely still is is the case and the, the book absolutely makes the case for that but there's so much hope in the book around these things exist a lot of this stuff exists that we make a significant difference to how we live how we work our health the environment our relationships in some ways all of those different things and we just need to get ahead and get excited about that and I think this is what the book does really nicely is it gets you excited about what is possible and and yeah some of the stuff you may have read about before and this is because I read this type of stuff as well so I mean I probably felt like I was aware-ish of probably 60 to 70 percent of the stuff in the book and the rest I was like oh that's cool I've not heard of that or there was more specific examples of something I knew that existed but there was examples of it being in being used or being tested or or the just the more about the people creating these things which I had gone have gone down some subsequent rabbit holes online looking up but it gives you something to get excited about and also to get ahead of and think about your own education how are you going to upskill yourselves if you have children in your lives or you're aware of children, maybe that's something that you want to bring to them and or to your organization as well. Like, How are you going to have these types of conversations about what will our business look like when this is in place or what would our business look like where if this was happening in the world, for example? yeah lots of things to discuss and it'd be a really interesting book to include in a book club or something particularly maybe at work and then to have some discussions around what is it you're seeing what is it that you were excited about that you read in the book as well and this book's only about 160 odd pages so it won't take you long to get through and it's pretty digestible too anyway that was big idea number three five to six all right, there we go. Three big ideas from the book Converge by Dr. Catherine Ball. Big idea number one, we are not ready. Big idea number two, trust and control. And big idea number three, five to six. I think I've shared all my thoughts on the book as I've been going through this conversation. I definitely recommend picking it up and having a look through it. It comes out next week. As I mentioned, if you're listening to this, the week this episode comes out. So it comes out on the 25th of October. So if you listen to this now, pre-order your copy. If you're listening to this afterwards, you can go and buy your copy from your favourite local bookshop and thank you to my friends from Major Street for giving me this early copy to get through and then tell you about. All right, that's it from me. If you have read this book already, if maybe you got an early copy too, I know there's a few floating around out there at the moment. If you have read it, if you want to read it, if this is something that you are excited about, then drop me a note. I'd love to hear from you. Best places to find me are on LinkedIn, Steph Clark. Clark has got an E on the end, or on Instagram at Steph's Biz Bookshelf. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading.